This is Barely Furcasting, featuring Tabin, an Injured Nerves audio production. Well, I suppose we should get this show on the road. Let's do her. All right. Hello and boobark fluff to all our listeners and creatures in the Potterverse. I am Barely Normal, your co-host with no boast. And joining me today, sitting in for Tabin on this very first day of 2022. That's going to be hard to say over throughout the year it's 2022 is tiktok welcome tiktok why thank you mr barely um boo bark fluff uh yes i'm substituting in for the ayatollah of rock and roll taban hopefully i can live up to some sort of standard Mm -hmm. and how the fluff are you i'm pretty good this is your debut as a co-host and you've been on the show with five minute furs and popping into the live broadcast but this is your first uh go around yeah. sitting in the co-host chair so this should be kind in of the fun co-host, in the hot seat as they say the hot seat yes so as i said earlier today is the first day of 2022 did you have any new year's resolutions tiktok uh no i really we really don't do resolutions i mean you know, one of them is like, you know, I think one of the resolutions was procrastinating or don't procrastinate. And I made that years ago, but I just never got around to it. So. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. What about any strange traditions? Do you have any strange traditions on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve? Well, so I basically, you know, or holiday traditions, I tend to kind of do things around the solstice a little bit. If it's on a weekend, mm-hmm. sometimes I throw a little party. Uh, but usually most years, um, I like to burn a little uh, racing fuel in the fire pit. Oh, what does that do? Oh, it well, it burns very, very vigorously. You know, obviously, ah, I'm okay. careful and use a cup and, you know, uh-huh. a, lo- a, 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 a remote way of igniting it. Okay. So, yeah, so we had like our little solstice party, hubby and I burned the race fuel in the fire pit and we toasted each other, so... Well, nice. That's very nice. That's right, because yeah. the 21st of December was the was solstice. Right, which, yeah. Things, the days get longer now. Thank the dog. The dog. They Yay. Get yeah. Yay. Hey. And, then, and then I do a fairly deadly eggnog, which I try to age, but it doesn't usually last for very long. You know, it stays really? in the refrigerator. Yeah. Okay. So right. I'd say, um, yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty lethal. Uh, so saying before, it... Um, I've served, served it at parties and people that were once sworn enemies will just be hugging each other. You know, I love you, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. That sounds like a great, uh, sounds like a great eggnog to have around the house for any yeah. time of year. <laughs> any time. Like, yeah. No, I should any make time it more of year. Often. It's like, why not? Yeah. It's like, you don't have to have it just on New Year's Eve or Christmas. Yeah, area. No, that's so. a good point. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you have enemies <laughs> that are coming around. You give them each right. a glass. You're good no, to go. Good, good, good. Yeah, we're done. And it's so filling that, you know, you just kind of, you don't, you don't even have to eat dinner. You just drink the eggnog. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, we, you know, traditions, weird traditions. There's a lot of traditions around the world for the New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, the first day of the year. And I remember when I was eight, about eight years old, we had a babysitter. That was a regular babysitter. And every New Year's Eve, she would eat a plate full of kippers. I, I don't know why. She said it was good luck for the new year. And she tried to get me to eat one, and I about threw up. I mean, you know, you don't feed an eight-year-old boy a kipper. I mean, bleh. They're a little strong. <laughs> they're, they're a little, yeah, I've, and so I've never tried a kipper ever since, nor have I ever tried a sardine, because we talked about sardines last week. Right. And we did, I've never tried one of those either. So basically because of the kipper incident when I was eight, I think. Any little fish in a can 
not for me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. And so like anchovies are off the list as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> any little, any little fish in the can. Actually, yeah. all fish for the most part. I don't eat a lot of fish. Oh, just, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'll catch and, it, I'll cook it, I'll clean it, but I won't eat it. So. Okay. So yeah, and, and no, and as you mentioned in the um, in the chat group, um, yeah, no fish in your mac and cheese either. No fish in my mac and cheese. Like, That's geez. right. No, I. Who would put fish in mac and cheese? Bleh. It's, Ooh, it's nah, good. It's just, I, I don't know. You know, you're yeah. like the first, like you and Rain are like the first people that have actually grown up with it that, ah, that yes. don't dig it, you know? So it's like, uh, you know, usually it's like, if you don't grow up with it, it's like, oh God, that's weird. But if you're like, been eating it since you were five, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. I, yeah. Sure. <laughs> right. Right. So there are, there are a number of strange traditions around the world. So on this edition of Around the World with Barely, we're going to talk about the this edition, like I've done this before, maybe once, right? So, and, and around and, the world, around the world. So, in Spain, they eat, uh, and some Latin American countries, on the new, one New Year's Eve tradition is to eat twelve grapes, one for each month of the coming year, to secure prosperity. Now that sounds easy. Here's the challenge: you need to eat one grape with each bell strike at midnight. So it's um, a lot grapes. faster. Okay, yeah. It's a lot faster than you think because it goes dong dong, and you try to eat those those twelve grapes at the same time. So uh, a lot of the folks there, they take a bite, or they'll swallow the whole grape, just boom, right in there, and then swig it down with a glass of bubbly. The reason they came up with this here's an interesting reason. In 1909, the vine growers in Alicante came up with this idea in order to sell more grapes. After they had a huge bumper harvest, so they said, "How can we get rid of all these grapes?" Grapes, right? Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do a holiday tradition. Now, here's one I like. In Mexico, Latin American countries like Mexico, Bolivia, and Brazil, the color of your underwear on New Year's Eve will determine what kind of year you'll have. So be sure to choose carefully when you go to a New Year's Eve party, uh, because tradition holds that if you're wearing red, that will bring love and romance. Yellow, it's not what you think, will bring wealth and success. (laughs) White, yeah, white stands for peace and harmony. And a wild green signifies well-being in nature. In Turkey, red panties are also handed out as gifts for good luck on New Year's Eve and the promise of a fruitful New Year. Now, in the article I read, didn't say anything about what brown or black will bring, but you know, hard to say. Yeah, I mean, what if you wear like red and yellow and white and green, you know, all at the same time? I mean, wouldn't well, you want I, all those things? I, you'd get everything. It, you'd you'd be the wow. You'd, You'd be the luckiest person in the world at that point. Yeah. That, that's a lot of panties, though. That might get a little tight. That's, yeah. That's, well, you just sew them all together in stripes. You see? That's, oh, okay. That's, oh, there so, we go. That, yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. Now, in, in Germany, people melt small pieces of lead over a candle. This is a weird tradition. And they pour it into cold water. Now, the shapes that are formed by the melted lead, called Bliegensrun, or Bleak lead pouring, Bleak yeah, Bleak. Are, yeah, Bleak. 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 I'm trying to pronounce it correctly, and uh, they're supposed to reveal what the year ahead is going to bring based on the lead form. So if it forms a, a ball, good luck will roll your way. So maybe you should try that before you go to the craps table each time. Pour the lead into there and see what it's going to bring. And if you get a good ball, then you can just go throw those those uh, good luck. Well, right? Uh, yeah, those, yeah, those yeah. dice. Yeah, those. Yeah. Um, you know, but lead isn't like it's kind of toxic, especially when you melt it. And so, 
Well, don't um, breathe it. Wear a wear a mask. Everybody's familiar with masks. Everybody right. has a few right now. So just wear that, <laughs> melt it, pour it in true. the water. You're good to go. So yeah. Right. Uh, and if you get a shape or, of a crown, it's gonna be wealthy. Now, if you get a cross in there, that dignify that signifies death. So let's not do that when you you know if you no, get that cross no. formation, that's terrible. So now, guess what? What you know what they do in Denmark? Uh-oh, what did they do in Denmark, barely? Well, they break plates, much like the Greeks do, for good luck. Now, <laughs> Oh, sweet. Yes, <laughs> but, but they don't break plates in their own house. You break plates on your neighbor's front yard or your front porch. So you throw the plates on your neighbor's front porch. So at the end of New Year's Eve, the bigger pile of broken plates you have on your porch means better good luck for the year. Huh. <laughs> so, or either most people don't like you or they like you a lot. One of the two, because you have right. to clean up that mess, you know. You, you know, so like you uh, you mentioned that you grew up in uh, in New Jersey in the 70s uh -huh. in kind of a small town. You, you remember Mischief Night? Yes, I do. Now, nobody on the West Coast knows what Mischief well, Night Mischief, is. Right, yeah. So yeah. I, guess, I guess in a way you could say, well, you know, the more toilet paper and, and uh, shaving foam I have in my house, the luckier I'll be. The, absolutely. Now, we need to explain to every fur that's not East Coasters what Mischief Night is. Mischief Night is the night before Halloween when everyone go out and perform mischief. See, peeing, egging, shaving cream. Oh, uh, it's terrible. If I remember correctly, it's basically when you get too old to trick or treat. Um, you get to participate in Mischief Night. See, I went out and trick-or-treated and did Mischief Night. So, ooh, you know. Double ooh. dipper. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We always loved uh, going way back in time, but we always loved Halloween that was on a Saturday because oh, yeah. uh, in New Jersey, you could trick. You started trick-or-treating at noon. You couldn't do it any sooner, but noon is when you could start. And, of course, on a weekday, you waited until you had to go home from school. But on a weekend, Boy, you'd go out. We'd have my buddies and I would have four or five costumes and hit the same houses four or five times <laughs> on a Saturday. That's so, efficient. Yeah, whoa, yeah, we were very efficient. You know, by the time we got to the third costume, we knew which houses gave out great candy and which houses gave out crappy candy. So right. we always went to the houses that gave out the good candy. Right. So but yeah. we digress. Different, different holiday. Digress. But. That's a different way back when. So now in Ecuador, people build a scarecrow like dolls of politicians, pop stores, and other notable figures, and set them on fire. And that is supposed to destroy yes. all the bad things from the last year and cleanse for the new. You know, if you want to cleanse your, get all your exes clothes and set them on fire, that's getting rid of the bad things, I guess. I don't know. I think. Yeah, the um, I, I think the celebrities you might want to avoid in the United States as the FBI might come knocking. Um, well, true. Not, not yeah. to be Debbie Downer here, but. No, nah, yeah, of course. And we're not in Ecuador, so uh, it's right. probably not going to, yeah. So, now in the Philippines, the Philippines is all about money. And the locals money. believe that surrounding themselves with round things, anything round, represents money therefore that will be bring them fortune in the future in the next year uh clothes with polka dots are worn round food is eaten like hamburgers and cookies and things like that anything round would represent money is their tradition on new year's eve so there you go in scotland now you might think in scotland you would drink whiskey on the new year's eve and you would be right you drink a lot of whiskey in scotland but their big tradition is what they call the first foot, which is also known as qualtag. Yes, that's that's the first person crossing the threshold after midnight. If it's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed person, that's not good luck at all. So what? I think 
TikTok, you would not be welcome in Scotland man, on New Year's Eve uh, because it goes back to when they were attacked and subjugated by the Vikings when oh, big blondes well, would would attack them. So now if you if you have dark hair like me, well, I'm a lot lighter now, but if you have dark hair and dark eyes, you would come in with uh, some coins, some coal, some bread, some salt, or a wee dram of whiskey. whiskey. Yeah, and that would bring good luck for the rest of the, the year. I like this next one in Italy. You know what's fun about Italy? Their motto on New Year's Eve is, out with the old. So they, th- they throw their furniture and stuff out the windows and onto the street on <laughs> New Year's Eve. Don't walk on the street. Do not Do walk, not on, walk the on the street in Italy. You might get a couch on you. It's hard to say, but that's their symbol. That's their symbol. You know, get rid of the old objects that don't bring you joy anymore. And they, so walking down the street in, in Italy the day after New Year's Eve is, it probably looks like everybody got sought out. Do you know what sought out means? Sought out, uh, as in looking, looking for no, somebody here. No, it's a British term and it's sod, S O D, out. Oh, sod. Oh, um, sod out. Yep. Sod. Uh, so, oh, Middle English is failing me. Uh, don't dig too deep. Okay. Don't, no, don't dig too deep. Well, okay. So when you put down a fake lawn, you put down sod, right? Oh, sod. So, okay. So sod. So to sod somebody out is to kick them out of the house. You put all their stuff out on the lawn. You've been, oh. they've been sawed out. That's, that's. <laughs> it, it, it's like saying hit the bricks, you know, so it's. Pretty much. Pretty much. You're, you're sawed out. Hit the bricks. Sawed out. Hit the bricks. Yeah. Pound sand. Now I, I digress again, but in uh, in Romania, it's steeped in tradition, especially in the rural areas. E- New Year's Eve highlights include mask dances and ceremonies about death and rebirth. Hmm. Okay. So okay. they dress up in furs now. Yes. Uh huh. And wooden masks. Uh, the goats, horses, bears, and then dance from house to house to ward off the evil spirits. Nice. I and- do that every year. I well, yeah, several times a year, right? You put on right, you yeah. put on fur and dance around, uh, thwarting off the easel. Now, another thing in Italy is mass kissing. So, kissing as a group, everybody kisses everybody. Oh, probably not during a pandemic, but um, well, yeah, that would be considered a super spreader event. However, <laughs> New Year's Eve often is re- re- relates to them uh, doing a lot of uh, mass kissing like that. Now, Idaho. Have you ever been to Boise on New Year's Eve? Boise. I have not been to Boise. I have only okay. had their potatoes. Right. Well, interesting you should say the potatoes because in Boise, they drop a huge 4,000 pound or 400 pound glow tato from a crane on New Year's Eve as they do the countdown. Like New York does the big ball falling down. They do mm-hmm. a potato drop. Or it's, it's an apple. An apple? No, it's, it's a potato. Uh, no, no, in New York City, they, they do. They, it's an apple. Is it an apple? I just yeah. thought it was a ball. A ball. A ball. A ball. A ball. Boy, my New York came back. Okay. A ball. That's the um, ball. That's the ball well, I mean, coming down. I, I know it was an apple for quite some time. Maybe they went back to hmm. a ball. Maybe Apple okay. probably sued them. Oh. Apple company probably sued them and said, "You can't drop an apple. That's not us." But now the last place is Japan. Now Japan rings all their bells 108 times at on midnight on new year's eve there's 108 evil passions in japan and all human beings have and according to buddhism the japanese ring the bell 108 times 107 
are rung on the last day of the year. So, you know, g- leading up to midnight. And then the last one is rung right after midnight. Oh, that okay. are 12 traditions Lessons. Um, around the world. I don't know that other than, I don't know, mass kissing. That sounds like a furry event, per- per- personally. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, also, you know, I guess you could also have, like, you know, your local mass kissing, you know, in these trying times. So, why not? Yes. It's the thought that counts. You know, you don't have to, like, it's, it's not the numbers. It's right. Right. It's like, so you, so you kiss the same guy a hundred times. That's a mass kissing, right? Right. Oh, oh, that's an excellent point. (laughs) That's, that's a mass. And if it's 144, it's gross. Uh, 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 I see what you did there. uh, 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 Yeah. 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 Well, right before we get to, it's almost 630, right before we post, post the link for five minute furs, if anybody comes in, I want to give our weekly challenge out to our furs. And last week we talked about sardines. So the challenge is to take a video of you opening a can of sardines and eating one. And Mm. bonus points, if you can get somebody that doesn't like sardines to get on video with you and Mm. eat that sardine. Now, it's up to you whether you want to use the full-on headed or the unheaded sardines. Totally up to you. (laughs) Oh, no. you have uh, Yeah. Let's see. I do like a good sardine every now and then. Much like a good cigar. Yeah, it's like a good cigar. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't know if I'd want to do it with my fur head on because of the you know, like the fishy oil. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, and, and furs, you don't have to do it with your fur head on. If you're not comfortable, you know, pixelate it. Just leave your mouth with the sardine in it. I don't know. If you, if you don't <laughs> right. want people to know who you are outside the suit. I guess the only downside is, you know, when I do it is that every time I open up the can of sardines, all the cats a show off, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Them, yeah. Well, but, I suppose you, know. you could do it outside. I mean, there is yeah, true, but I mean, there but, is you that, know, you know, we like yeah. the cats, so they'll, they'll get a little snacky too. Well, and if you don't like the sardines, I don't know if you, do you like sardines, TikTok? I, I do. Yeah. No, it's like, okay. you know, the old sardines with the, um, on the sardines, on the saltines with a little mustard. So, okay. How about Tabasco? I've seen people Drink Tabasco oh, yeah, Tabasco's, yeah, Tabasco's um, good, yeah. Uh, or the Jalisco sauce or stuff like that. Uh, some yeah. other, uh, there's other sauces that you put, a cocktail sauce, I guess, you know, fishy cocktail, I don't know. Right, I, yeah, a little I'm not a sardine aficionado, no, no. so, <laughs> you know, I'm not an anything aficionado. Although, I, I do like a good cigar from time to time. As you know, no. you and I yes, have shared those cigars. are tasty. Yes, yes. No, no, good cigar yes. is very tasty. A good, yes. Nice and peppery. Peppery, oh, chocolatey, mapley depends on where you get it from. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. every cigar is different. Every country, you know. And I have not had an actual Cuban yet uh, in my life. Well, um, that in terms of a cigar, anyway. Yes. Well, yes, in terms of a cigar, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Oh, oh. yeah. No, I think uh, we were, I think we talked about this once before. No, the yeah, the the, the real Cubans are the real deal. Uh, I mean, of course, the different. Producers have different flavors and so forth, but you can get um, it's it's kind of a whole different flavor profile experience, at least at least from what I've had. It, yeah, and I know that I mean you could get Cubans now; they've lifted the embargo, but they're still pretty expensive, as far yes. as I know. Yeah. Um, well, it what was it like? The embargo was lifted, and then it got clamped down again or something. I haven't kept up with it. Apologies. <laughs> but, oh, all right, yeah. all right. All right. All right. And then, um, 
but then, yeah, but then there was that, um, we were saying over the summer, it was like that time, um, I was down in Vegas and, uh, for a hockey tournament and I did really, really well at the craps table and mm -hmm. I went into a cigar shop, you know, it's like, okay, I'll just get a cigar. And this guy had like this vintage Cuban cigar from the like pre embargo. And it was, you know, a couple hundred bucks, mm. but I had a whole bunch of money in my pocket and I was like, Oh, screw it. I'll just get this thing. <laughs> it was lots delicious. of money and too much alcohol oh. uh, makes for great <laughs> business decisions, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, exa exactly. Was it good? Oh, it was excellent. It had like this almost like light vanilla flavor to it. Wow. Um, okay. On top of the pepper. I mean, um, yeah, it, it had like, it had notes. There's no notes, my dear. Notes, <laughs> notes. Did it have a good nose and a good finish and a beginning oh, and a middle a and an end? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I pretty much got it all the way down to the little stubby stubby. <laughs> ah, well, I, I don't know if anybody out there is another cigar aficionado, but I, I actually bought some accessories lately. I got a the draw tool. I got a draw tool. I okay. got tired of bad draws on cigars. So for those of you that are unfamiliar with what a draw tool is, think of it as a very long drill bit. And <laughs> you you, I mean, basically, that's what it is. If you think about it, it's just a and when I got it and I, I, you know, I took it off and says, well, that's just a, that's just a 16th inch drill bit. I could have used a drill bit for all this all my time. <laughs> yeah. Home like, Depot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like uh, Home Depot, 99 cents or the, the draw, draw tool, tool for 19.99. You know, it's got a little wood knurled handle, but on the other side, it's got like a rasp on it. So you, you put the drill bit in you pull it out and then you put the rasp in there and that smooths it out. And it does make for a better pull on the cigar. I will have to say, I, hmm. I had never uh, a friend of mine introduced me to that. And I was like, wow, I had to get one. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if go. it's packed a little tightly, yeah, that, that could definitely like improve the airflow. So we're not just like fighting the right. column yeah. of tobacco. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And the, the first time I tried it, I didn't get it in straight. And so my draw tool poked out the side of my cigar. I was like, well, it's a good thing that was not a really expensive cigar, but <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I ruined the cigar. It's like, <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, Oh, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? No, well, no, I posted you. the link. Nobody's come in yet. We got five more minutes left. So let's start so. talking about, uh, do you have anything that you want to bring up at this point before we move on to our next talking well, about media? I, I, so. I guess, um, yeah, yeah, pre-media. Um, I guess yeah. the, um, the Cascades have been getting a lot of snow. Um, and hopefully okay. we'll have gone skiing this past week. Nice. Um, and yeah, no, I mean, do you ski, board, anything? Well, let me tell you a story about skiing. So, uh -oh. yes, I did ski for a long time. I started when I was in high school doing cross-country skiing. And then I went, I started doing the alpine skiing, which everybody now calls downhill skiing. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm kind of dating myself with the terminology, I think. And I, I ski. Back in my day, we called it. I don't know you, young whippersnappers. Now, what you think you're with that snowboard? That's just a that's just a skateboard without wheels. What the heck are you thinking? Um, I had a snurfer, a snurfer, a snurfer. Wow, I like yeah, that. We, we, we can return to that one. Oh, so it's not like a it's like a surfboard on the snow. It was it was a pre it was the um uh like the the, the pre Hensel. Uh, vestige of a snowboard or what we call a snowboard today. Ah. So it was, it was a single, you know, a single board, very narrow. Like if you can imagine skateboards in the seventies, you know, they were right. 
they were, they were about they were about eight inches wide. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. So yeah, mm-hmm. and you had uh, you didn't have special boots or anything. You just um, stood on top of it, and you had a little pole strap at the tip that you kind of helped keep your balance. And really? Yeah, and it, huh. it, it it could it needed. I mean, we were in Connecticut and in, in New Jersey, and you needed a good bit of snow. But like sometimes you just have like these days with like the right snow crust or something. And you would get down the bottom of the hill and you'd be like, yeah, I did something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I skied a lot. And then in 19, now I'm not going to say the year. So (laughs) I was skiing and what a a basic rule of thumb. When you get down to the bottom and you say to yourself, boy, I'm tired, but I really like one more run. Oh, the one more run. The one more run. run. That (laughs) is, Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. a no, no. I did the one more run. I was, I was, I was going. I was. And you're blazing, of course. Yeah. I was blazing. I was blazing. I turned the wrong way. I went ass over tea kettle, multiple compound tib fib fracture. Oh. Oh, yeah. When I stopped sliding and rolling down the hill, uh, my toe of my left foot was touching my knee. Oh, now there is no joint between the knee and the ankle, so no. It, 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 so it, it improvised. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. Ow. So yeah, my my only saving grace that I didn't die up there on the hillside was that right behind me was a ski patrol, and he just stopped mm-hmm. and looked at me, and, he, and I remember that I will remember this to the day I die. He looked at me and he said your leg might be broken. And I looked at him and I said, no shit. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, wow. Well, thank you. I th- uh, I'm Sherlock. pretty sure yeah. that is not acceptable behavior for a limb. Yes. Like, no, <laughs> no. So uh, ever since that time, I spent three weeks in the hospital, multiple surgeries. My leg is fine now, but still I don't ski anymore. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. I understandable. Mean, yeah. No, yeah. I, I've definitely had the one last run incidents uh fortunately they did not result quite in that just more like being grumpy for a few days and Ah. bruised knee and so forth yeah um yeah but uh but yeah no i do um i actually well i'm learning to ski in fursuit my good friend blizzard Ah. who's quite an accomplished snowboarder at least in my opinion he's pretty darn good um no he's giving me some pretty good tips um you know you want to um for at least, you know, with, with your head, you want to have like a really bright, sunny day. So you get a lot of contrast. Right. Um, you know, or even light at night at light is okay. If you're cool with the day, you know, if you're like broken in on the day part. Right. Um, okay. But okay. Um, yeah. And so I did, um, I did a session last season with just my head on. And so, yeah, so I was just, I was just going to go down like the green thing and just get on the lift and just tough it out. And hubby was like, well, honey, let's just, just try like the little bunny hill. We're at ski bowl. And I'm like, okay, you know, let's just try the little bunny hill. And they have like, they don't even have a real lift. They have like this little, like, right. Like, yep. like, like moving stairs sort of thing. And I went down that with just my head on and it was a like, cloudy, it was at a good conditions, but mm-hmm. I went down that and man, it was, clenching <laughs> to just get down that little hill so uh-huh. i'm like ah i need to listen to the wisdom of uh blizzard son and i will yes. do this again <laughs> yeah 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 pick a day when it's nice and sunny out and mm. do that so uh um, yeah my husband went skiing 
two. Well, no, last year. Last year? Yeah. Last, so, yeah, season. Yeah. Yeah. Last season, uh, Christmas time area, we we hosted the family Christmas here in Oregon. So the ex- entire extended family of my husband's family came up to our house for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a whole other story. But they decided the, the quote unquote kids. Now, there's really only the extended family. Now, there's really only uh, that that last year there was there was one one that was under 18. Mm-hmm. So the kids are all of my husband's brothers and sisters and all of their cousins who are all adults. They're all over 21, but they're still right. the kids. Uh, the kids. So, yeah. So they decided they were going to go skiing and they dragged Alex along and I went with them. I said, they said, do you ski? I said, absolutely. I ski Mahogany Ridge every time. And they're like, what's Mahogany Ridge? It's like, that's the bar. Cause all bars made of mahogany. <laughs> so I will go sit at the bar. You guys ski all you want. I will watch you from the warmth and knowledge that you are having a great time out there in that cold, nasty weather. Uh, so he, nice. Yeah. So my husband was on the bunny slope and I mean, he rented all the gear. He went, you know, he, he tried to, and his cousin is trying to teach him and he fell a couple of times and he got hurt. And I, I was actually out there watching on the deck and I heard him say, that's it. I'm done. I'm old. I'm gay and I'm fat and I'm not skiing anymore. So, oh, like, oh no. Yeah. And, <laughs> and everybody on the slope just kind of turned around and looked at him like, what? What did you say? <laughs> did, did, did that just happen? Did that just happen? Yeah. He came in and he's, uh, yeah. So he's like, pour me a drink. It's like, bartender, get this man a drink. Man a drink, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. we stayed around till, I mean, for six hours while the kids all went skiing and snowboarding for a long time until dark. So yeah, dark 30 occurred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what though, the modern gear is just amazing. I just remember like, you know, freezing back in the day when I was a kid, you know, with like, even just like, you know, the gigantic, um, the state puff marshmallow men, um, oh, yeah. uh, you know, down stuff. And now I have yep. like a, yep. I have a ski parker that's, you know, a quarter inch thick and right. And yes. it, it, yeah. It, it's like 20 degrees out. I'm just like, man, I'm hot. I need to like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Modern technology has done wonders for the ski industry. <laughs> wonders. Just, wonders yeah. with outdoor gear. <laughs> yeah. As, and now they just need to come up with wonders for undersuit gear. Ah, so, there we go. Undersuit gear. Know, yeah. So the, the opposite of keeping you warm, keeping you cool. Now, I know there's a lot out there for keeping you cool in that fursuit. But still, that's there's a lot that goes into that stuff. I mean, um, I don't know. Well, if, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So there's that. Um, oh, what was your guest? Um, the, the easy. Yeah. Easy. Cool. Easy. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, actually, I have one. Um, and I just need to um, experiment with it more because I found that it, it it's like it's great. Great. You know, you're wonderful. You're nice and cool. You're nice and cool. You're nice and cool. OMG, I'm hot. <laughs> Right. Yeah, once just, they're gone, yeah, it uh-huh. just stops, and I just right. need to figure out its limits in mm-hmm. timing and so forth. Anyway, we digress. Let's get on to our media section. We're off the rails again. Uh, once again, this show gets off the rails, as everyone knows. So, 
what I'm going to let you talk about what you've been watching. Have you been watching anything at all or reading anything or? Oh yeah. Like so I, I've been pretty slacking about like the, the reading stuff. Um, but, um, but yeah, so media, you know, we got the big telly, you know, my hubby's a big sports fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so we tend to have a lot more sports ball on <laughs> than, okay. um, yeah. than perhaps many other furs, but yeah, it's all good. Um, you know, he enjoys it. So yeah. So we have, um, but we're also jeopardy fans. Oh, okay. Um, so it's, okay. A, you know, so it was a lot of fun to have. Um, and I forgot to make a note of his name. Damn it. Um, oh no. Um, um, your, your fur that you had on there that was on Jeopardy. Um, oh, Bucktown Tiger. Yeah. Bucktown. So me. Bucktown. So yep. yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So it's, it was a lot of fun to like listen to Bucktown at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but wanted to do a shout out to, um, the first transgender contestant that has made it to the tournament of champions. Really? Um, her yes. Her name is Amy Schneider. She's over okay. six hundred thousand dollars as of yesterday. Wow. Six hundred and thirty thousand. She's actually wow. up there with Ken Jennings, James Howitzer. I mean, she's like one of the goats huh. right now. <laughs> so, That's impressive. Hell That's yeah! Impressive. Wow. Um, yeah, you go, girl. How long has she been on the? How many episodes so far? Let's see. So James was like the, the was like the shark. I mean, he'd just go in and then he'd win like you know eighty hundred thousand dollars at a time and caught up mm-hmm. to Ken way sooner than Ken span. But he's okay. actually or no, um, Amy is averaging higher than Ken right now. Wow! But I did not make him note of the number, huh. but it's yeah, she's getting up there. <laughs> wow! Awesome. Yeah, appearance, that's that's appearances, impressive. Yeah. Wow. Um, All right. Well, good for her. Yeah. Oh, girl. Hell yeah. Yeah. But um also wanted to throw a shout out to uh, Canada Drag Race second season, Isis Couture, um, which is hosted by uh, Brooklyn Heights. So okay. she won. Yeah. 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 She, uh, yeah Isis won uh, last week. Um, nice. And another one is, um, and this kind of goes back, circles back around to the traditions thing around holiday season. Hubby and I like to watch the first two diehards. Oh, they're Christmas. okay. They're Christmas movies, right? They well, the first one takes place at Christmas. Does the second one take place at Christmas too? It does. Yeah. Oh well, then it's a Christmas movie. Yes. Well, yeah. Pretty Absolutely. much. Yeah. 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 And um, and something you want to throw out there in terms of pacing, which is kind of funny, especially watching the first one. The second one, not so much, but mm-hmm. like the pacing of the first one. I mean, I remember seeing it in the theater, and I like I left the theater just completely wired and thinking that I drank a gallon of coffee or something. And then uh, I, I, I watch it now and I'm just like, um, can, can we like pick it up? Fast forward. Yeah. Oh, oh, a little bit here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. I notice that with movies, but <laughs> I noticed that a lot of movies, I mean, yeah, like you said, you look at the old movies. I tried to watch, what's the movie I tried to watch? With? Oh, um, Running Man. I made a comment about Running Man well. the other day to a friend, and I said, yeah, it's a great action movie. We should watch it. I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, it was so bad. Oh, it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in a long time. But I remember oh. watching it when I was younger, thinking, this is a great movie. But, oh, my God, it's so, so cheesy. Oh, it's just cheesy. But, I mean, it kind of, you know, but the, but that movie, like, it it um it, it just glorifies in its own cheese. I mean, they they know right. it's yeah, silly, it's, you know. So. Uh, yeah. Oh God. I because he was making a comment about we should just take criminals and just make them battle each other, and I was like, well, let me show you a movie that that happened in. Right. Well, the, well, that was a Stephen King novel. It was a Stephen King short story at one point. 
Was it really? Yes, it was. I did not know that. Are you huh. really? Thank you. I uh, did. Okay. Wow. Yeah. No, there was. What book was it from? It was actually the book that Stephen King wrote under his pseudonym, Richard Bachman. Mm. Um, yeah. And he actually, okay. uh, not to be too dark, but he actually pulled. You, you can only get used copies now because at the end of Running Man, there is a. A, a plane run of flying into a building incident, and also there was a oh. student incident. Yeah, so ah. um, so yeah, so Stephen just said, "Okay, yeah, no more. I'm not too, making any more new copies." Too too uh, close to reality at that well, point. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So I mean, shout, I mean, sorry, it was a little bit dark, but I mean, shout out. No, to Stephen. Okay. I mean, yeah, he was yeah. good. Yeah, I think that was a good move on his part. Huh. Um, but. Um, but then um, I guess also the one last little thing of media and um, was um, have you seen the new Beatles uh, documentary Peter Jackson? I started Beatles? watching it. I've got the first okay. episode down. Yeah, down. So, and I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not like it? Um, well, no, I haven't tried it yet. I was put mm. off by the eight hours worth of footage. Well- well, think of it as a series, you know, right, a series, it's, 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 it's yeah. a television series. Yeah. It's like, right. you know, yeah. It's like, and, but, it's like, you know, so it was just, um, but I saw, um, I happened across a preview for it and the restored quality of the footage and the sound. Oh, mm-hmm. and, yeah. Oh my cow. I was like, right. Yeah, I yeah. think I need to put this on the list. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really good. My sister told me I should watch it and I, the same way with you. I, when I saw how long it was, I'm like, well, I'm not going to sit here and watch this for eight hours, but they break it up. It's broken up into eight shows. So she said, oh yeah, her and her husband binged it one day. Oh goodness. And she said it was wonderful. She said that, that it just flew by. She had no clue that it actually lasted that long. She said they, you know, it was light out when they started in the morning. They started watching it at breakfast and they finished it at dinner. So I was like, well, okay, good for you. It's like, (laughs) nice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll definitely return to that. And it also kind of brings back, you know, another like uh, uh, gray muzzle-ish days, you know, um, in grade school, I would go hide and like, um, I would eat my lunch. And then for like lunch break, I would go hide in the library and listen to all, you know, listen to Beatles records with the gigantic mm. headphones. Those on. huge headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge. Yes. Um, for furs, younger furs out there, they were basically like split a coconut and two and put it on you know, on either ear. Well, I mean, you know, and to be fair, a lot of the DJs wear headphones like that now, again. So, yeah, I mean, you the, think of the DJs that dances, and they've got those huge headphones on there. Yeah, but true. The fidelity. They're also, yeah, they're also high fidelity, and they're also <laughs> noise canceling and all other kind of stuff. So, right. you know, but yeah, I remember those those huge I mean, they would, and they were heavy too. I mean, you put those on your head, yeah. And twenty minutes later, you were like, "Ow, these hurt yeah, so bad." Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, this, yeah. But feed that needle into the lead-in spiral of Sergeant Pepper and mm-hmm. vinyl. So, Good old days of vinyl. Yeah. vinyl. yeah. But anyway, so, so your media. I'm sure you have some media. I have. So I don't know if you do. You have Paramount Plus at all? Uh, you, I think it probably. If um, you do, you should totally watch. Queen of the Universe. I I saw the coming attractions for it. I said, I don't want to watch this. This just looks stupid. It's just another singing contest because it's drag queens. Now, drag queens, to me, they lip sync. So it's like, okay, that's not really singing. No, this is a singing contest with drag queens. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the ones that, is it the RuPaul one that? RuPaul's an executive producer, but 
she's right, not part involved right, in part all of it, it. But yeah, yeah, but they are. Yeah, no, we've seen a couple the, the, of those. They're actually singing, these, singing. Yes. Yeah, and it's amazing. It's just amazing. So I, uh, my friend that comes over all the time, he's like, you have to watch this. It's great. These gals, if you will, girls, mm, gal, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't want to assume their drag gender. Queens. Drag, yeah, queens. drag queens. Yeah. Drag queens. But they are from all over the world and they are, it's, their voices are amazing. I cannot believe what some of these drag queens can do with their voices, but oh my God. Yeah. So if you. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, we, we did a couple where we just we need to get caught up. Basically, we get kind of like behind and stuff. You know, like I said, you mm-hmm. know, the sports ball. You know, we had the well, the, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the final four of volleyball. You know, of course, my husband's oh. a volleyball player. Had to watch that. Oh, shout oh. out to Wisconsin. They won. Well, there. Well, you know, you should bring it. Are you going to FC? You're not going to FC, are you? I would love really to, confusing. but it's not on the uh, it's not on the list yet. But who knows? Oh, yeah. See, you should go to FC and bring the hubby. Because the California State Girls Finals are held the same place, the same time as for the confusion. He could go and watch all the final volleyball, and you could go furry around. Oh, <laughs> eh, well, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, maybe. yeah, see, you got the best of both worlds there. He wouldn't have to worry about you. You wouldn't have to worry about him. There right. you go. There. So, uh, and the other thing is, just the other day, I watched on uh, Amazon, Amazon Prime, being the Ricardos, you know, Ricky Ricardo, Lucy Ricardo from the I Love Lucy show, mm-hmm. uh, Lucille Ball, Desi Arnaz. So this is about this is a movie about them during one week when she was accused of being a communist. I had no clue that that had even happened. That rings a bell, but I have no details. Yeah, I have no details. Well, other than what I saw on this show. Right. But apparently when she was younger, she, her grandfather in post or pre World War II when communism wasn't a bad thing. I mean there was actually when you registered to vote back then, you could register as Republican, Democrat, or or communist. Yeah, Socialist Party. Right. Socialist Party, yeah. Yeah. And she ticked the box communist. But then World War II happened and that's what caused the the un American committee to meet and all they brought all these actors and actresses before the committee to testify as to whether they were a communist or not which i you know that's history that you learn about rarely in college or in high school and yeah there was it was like the whole hoover thing and they were like going right. against like the, the screen actors guild and all that mm-hmm. yeah it's about this whole week and they're doing the show and i'll tell you what it's got nicole kidman javier bardem is and as uh, ricardo ricky ricardo nicole kidman plays lucille ball uh, J.K. Kim- J.K. Simmons, who we've talked about on the show many times for whatever reason, I don't know why, but this actor comes up in a lot of our discussions. He plays the character uh, that played Fred Mertz. If you watch the I Love Lucy show, so okay, it's uh, been a while. It's been a while. So uh-huh. there was Fred and Ethel, Lucille and right. Lucy, and stuff. so uh, so now they they talked about there was one there's one episode that they talked about this whole week, this whole movie takes place from the table read to the final production and everything that happened in between that during that week, there was a lot that happened that week. Oh my God, how these Hollywood actors and actresses dealt with that crap back in the, back in the fifties and sixties. I have no clue because yeah, just getting their job. Yeah. Getting their job done in between all this right. investigation. Yeah. 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 It's just crazy. But I'll tell you what Nicole Kidman did in, 
awesome job playing Lucille Ball. And Javier Barden did an awesome job playing Ricky Ricardo. I mean, uh, Desi Arnaz. So if you have Amazon Prime, check this movie out. It's one of the best I've seen in the world. I will give it 10 bear wags. That's a lot of bear wags. That's that's a lot of nub wagon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nub wagon. Yeah. 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 I might have to do some, like, you know, some yoke wags too with, you know, along with that. Yeah. 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 And Lucy has some splaining to do too. She's got some splaining to do. So, a quick question. So, quick segue into your fursona. Yes. What is your fursona? Now, many of our listeners have seen you, have heard you, have met you on our show, have seen your TikTok video. Well, your TikTok. So, I say your TikTok videos, videos. not <laughs> on TikTok, but t- anyway, so that I posted on YouTube. But what is your fursona? Um, he's basically a coyote, uh, and the suit is kind of a hybrid, uh, you know, coyote dog thing. Okay. Um, I, I adopted him. Um, he turned out as an adopt, and I was like, you know, this would be perfect. It started out, I went to my first Furlandia, was it three years ago or whatever? And he was on the shelf there at the Lemon Brat Studios. Um, oh, okay. Very cool. Um, and I saw him, and I was like, that is such a cool design. And then I almost threw out the credit card and then I held back and then I got <laughs> home. And then a couple of weeks later, I just like did like this desperate email. Do you still have this character? And they mm-hmm. said, well, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I want them now. <laughs> okay. So did you have to, did you have to duct tape dummy to get the suit? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. no. Did yeah, the, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. So I started out as a partial and then. Um, okay. Okay. So it was like, you know, myself and three gig- giggling idiot friends duct taping me, <laughs> you know, yeah, holding the yeah, arms yeah. out the entire time. Oh, yeah. And- <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, doing a duct tape dummy for somebody is, is, uh, it's a lot of work. It's a lot oh, of work. It, it is. Yeah. No, it was, um, um, tip to anyone that's going to do it, get your duct tape out and pull the, um, uh, the strips out ahead of time and mm-hmm. just basically tape them to every surface you can find in the entire room. <laughs> I've heard horror stories of duct tape dummies uh, with people that got halfway through, but they took too long. And so they're like, they didn't eat, they didn't drink, so they got dehydrated. <laughs> and so they have to cut it off and they didn't cut it off right. And they couldn't go back and they had to start over they're again. Over again. And, oh my God. So I was talking to a, uh, one guy at bowling event down in Albany and he was doing his, he was doing his DCT for his, or duct tape dummy, DTD yeah, yeah. for, uh, why did I say a C? I don't know. There's no C in duct tape yeah, dummy. Yes. Yeah, this is DTC. <laughs> what? I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. So yeah, he said it took them three times to get his duct tape dummy put together. Oh no. Because okay? each time they screwed something up and they had to start over again. I said, how many rolls of duct tape was it? He says, like, 80. <laughs> He's like, we bought, he says, I think we bought every roll of duct tape in the city of Albany when we were doing this because we kept screwing it up. I was like, oh, my God. So Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so tips and more tips. Hydrate before, go to the bathroom. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, have yes. some food in your body, belly. Um, mm-hmm. Also, have something to hold on to in each hand. Like, you know, yes. uh, I actually, I brought hockey sticks. So, there you go, hockey. Uh, you know, yeah, two ladders yeah. work. Two yeah, little two step ladders, la- yeah. some like like four foot step ladders that work yeah. great. This is going to sound silly, but do the crotchetal area last, so that if you do have to go to the restroom, you have access. 
<laughs> you know, I'm gonna have just to, like let's um because <laughs> yeah, that can happen. Although I think for the fit, you're supposed to do it. I have to. I it's been so long now. I have to look at the um the instructional yeah. video, but I think it was first. They always say do that first, uh, and it's like, yeah. wow, you have got to be totally ready to go yeah. for that. Anyway, we have digressed anyway. and gotten off the rails. Mm-hmm. Let's Choo-choo. get. Let's get to furries in the news. Now, I'm not going to make you do what Taven does. Uh, furries. Uh, furries in the news. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So the only thing I have for furries in the news is, do you eat candy or sweets or anything like that? Um, I more, I'm more of a choco. Um, yeah, I'm more of a chocolate yote. A, cho- a chocolate goat? Is that what you said? Uh, a chocolate yote. A chocolate oh, yote. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I mean... Yeah, like hard candies, eh, you know, but if there's yeah. like a really good chocolate bar, it's okay. probably going to get snagged. How do you like that Toblerone? Do you like that Toblerone? Oh, Toblerone. <laughs> those are amazing. Yeah. Really? And okay. Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah no, yeah, when um, um, I also grew up in Europe and France and, you know, like Toblerones, I mean, before they like came to the U.S., I mean, we had them there and they were like the best like um, lunch bargaining candy you could have because you have like really? the, little, the triangles. Okay. Oh, so yeah. you have like a Tolber bar right. and then you just like have like a triangle. It's like, okay, I trade you for this. There's a triangle. I trade you for that. And <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Nice. Uh, the, uh, where were we? We were traveling somewhere overseas and th- uh, traveled with the hubby and his family. They wanted the, the kinder stuff, like the kinder eggs, the Germany. Right. Yeah. Whatever. It's got like, like little toys with, and crap in it. With or the something. stuff inside. Know. Yeah. Yeah, what we get here in America is totally different than you get overseas. It's it's strange because the Kinder bars and stuff, the Kinder stuff, are made here in America, so they do, they Americanize it, so it tastes different, it looks different overseas. It's just it's very strange. Uh, but I digress once again. Yeah. We're in first news. I I asked the question about because Skittles, you know, the candy Skittles taste the oh, rainbow. Skittles, yes, Skittles, yeah, yeah. yes. Right, so. They may have bitten off more than they could chew because they asked for a furry art contest to give Skittles a fursona. Mm, now, interesting. Yeah. I'm so colorful. Very colorful. However, most of the folks in the furry fandom didn't like the idea because that would be corporating corporate corporation. Yeah, can't corporate no. so we can't have corporations in the furry fandom. So they have received hundreds of not safe for work persona entries in their <laughs> in their art contest. Oh, imagine uh, furry spamming not safe for work. Imagine that. That would never happen, girl. Exactly. Would it? Yeah. So they did this art contest, and so they're getting lots and lots and lots. They tried to shut it down. I just did some research today. They tried to shut it down. They can't. Furs are looking up the email addresses of corporate people online <laughs> and, and them. sending them NSFW fursona stuff for the Skittles. So I don't know that we'll ever see a Skittles fursona. They probably should have just drawn a character themselves and been done with it. But, oh, no, they put it out to the furry fandom. Um, yeah, Not a good idea. Uh, no. no. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would that would be a, yeah expensive mm-hmm. lesson learned there. Yeah, I would love to get 
one of the uh, vice presidents in charge of marketing on the show and asked them, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? <laughs> thinking. Because, wow. Oh. Um, yeah, furries ruin everything. I mean, little research, you know. And then, of course, there's that, that rule 34. Anything that exists, there's porn for it. So, right. It's like... I mean, I guess it's kind of almost along the lines of some of the, you know, like the commercial, you know, like commercials, um, like the music that they pick for them. It's like, mm-hmm. did they even listen to the lyrics? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like you have like, a, what was it? Um, for a cruise line, they have um, what Iggy Pop, um, what's it? Lust for Life, which is about recovering from drug addiction. You know, it's right. um, I, yeah, I <laughs> like a cable company had something from like Oliver or whatever. It's just like. Um, guy, guys, like it's not. It's like about like starving children and stuff. It's not about connecting children together. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta think of where I was. I was at some event or something not too long ago, and somebody chose the new Little Nas video song about not the one with him going to hell, but the one in prison as something to be good for like a grade school class to say i was just it was so bad i'm like do they even know what this means Means. because (laughs) oh no no (laughs) it's like yeah i was like i there was some community event here and this this song came on and like second graders doing a dance to it i'm like no 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 wrong yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh no um yeah yeah just yeah just please like look you know Listen to the lyrics, Wikipedia page. It's easy. Right? Or just look at the video for crime and he sakes. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's not something second graders should be singing no, about. Clearly. No, 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 no. That's all I have for free the news. I have some upcoming events, of course, uh, going on this very weekend with this episode drops is the Painted Desert Fur Con in Phoenix, Arizona. Nice. So if you're there, everybody, listeners, uh, send us a message on Telegram telling us how it's going. Of course, mm-hmm. in two weeks from this episode is further confusion in San Jose, California. Woohoo! Da, 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 that's further that's confusion. The, yep, that's the next. That's FC. That's the next uh, con that uh, that Tabin and I are going to. So come and see us. Say hello. Give us a hug. You know, we're going to do our a live podcast recording like we do at the last three cons we've been to, and uh, we must be getting up in the world because they've given us. We're on the third stage. Third there's, stage. There's three. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's only three stages, and then there are panel rooms. Mm-hmm. So, so we got third stage, which is kind of cool, actually. So it's uh, in the uh, Almaden, the Almaden room, which is the Hilton ballroom. So come on out and see us on Saturday from eleven to twelve. Nice. At and, further and, confusion. So, and yeah. hopefully you won't have to deal with the chow line like you did at um, at A and W. At A and W. Yeah. No, we will. Uh, <laughs> We're not out in the public eye this time. We've actually got, but like I said, they put us on the third stage. Don't know if anybody will show up, but big plug for us. Come on out. Show up. Show up. Show up. Show up. You'll have a good time. It'll be fun. It'll be a little bit different because we're not out in the open there with the public, so we can actually be more, a little more focused than we have been in other live podcast recordings. And shortly after or before, depending on how the panels work out, Tabin will be doing his Tabin Sings Weird Al. Okay, good, good. And Tabin will also be doing Storytime with Tabin, a staple of every con that Tabin attends. Storytime with Tabin. Must be done. Must it must, must be, be done. done. 
about this time, Tabin would tell a story. Do you have a story for us? I have a story for you. This is from an author called Edward Gorey. And Gorey. And it's, I, I want to say he's late 18th century, early 19th century author, but I'm not sure. The name of the book is Amphigory by Edward Gorey. I think it's because his name was Gorey. But the story is called The Bug Book. It's about bugs. Oh, the, the Bug Book. It's about bugs. Yes. Once there were two blue bugs. They lived in a teacup, which had a piece missing from the rim. They were frivolous and often danced on the roof, which is the bottom of the cup because it was turned upside down. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. So Was the chip so they could get out or... Yes, so it was like a little doorway. Okay. You turn, you turn a cup door. upside down, and the okay. bugs could walk in and out of the doorway. So there you go. Okay, yeah, very enterprising. So there, so the, and those are two blue bugs. There were also three red bugs who were cousins of the blue bugs. Oops. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, they lived nearby inside a blue bottle, which made them an interesting violet color whenever they were inside their house. They were very house-proud. And they frequently polished the glass on both sides. Now, nearby were also two yellow bugs who were cousins of both the blue and the red bugs. And they lived a little further off on the topmost leaf of one plant. They were pensive and sometimes pensive. That's a big word. They were Pensive. pensive and sometimes sat on the topmost leaf and looked out into the distance. All the bugs were on the friendliest possible terms and constantly went to call on each other. They went on excursions together and had delightful parties. Little bug oh, parties. Party bu- yeah, bug par- party bugs. Yeah. Then one day, a brown bug, who was related to nobody, appeared in the neighborhood. Oh, the no. Other, the other bugs were dubious, but nevertheless made an attempt to be friendly. It was not a success. After that, the brown bug broke up their parties and waylaid them whenever they went visiting. Sounds like a bully bug. Yeah. What the hell? We're like, we're just having some parties here. Right. Social life came to a standstill. A desperate secret meeting took place. At last, they decided on a plan. The next morning, they rushed from their homes and dashed to the top of a certain cliff. The brown bug followed them to the foot of the cliff, where he jumped up and down because he could not climb to the top, and shouted insulting personal remarks. That's what it says in the book. (laughs) Insulting personal remarks. Insulting personal remarks. So, like, like fill your own personal remarks in there. Yes, throw your own personal (laughs) remarks. Meanwhile, 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 at the top of the cliff, at, at the ranch, the bugs were pushing a large stone toward the edge. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I know what's going to happen. Dun, dun, dun. It went over the edge, and almost at once, a horrid noise came from below. I'm guessing it was a squishing noise. <laughs> presently, they dis- presently, they descended and rolled aside the stone. Oh, no. The, the brown bug had been squashed quite flat. Oh, goodness. So I guess they got rid of the brown bug by squishing him with a rock. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Man, they're like hitting it or something. So, so, so now this, they slipped. Oh, this is great. They slipped the remains of the bug 
into an envelope and left it propped against the fatal stone to be mailed. Wow, okay. Oh, I guess that's what you do. After which, they had a party. Oh, of course. Well, of course you gotta have a party after the <laughs> damn bug. Is, right. like, after, the party after pooper's you, gone. After you, after you murder a bug, yes. They had a party <laughs> complete with cake crumbs and raspberry punch. And everyone enjoyed themselves immensely. The end. Okay, so well. That's a, that's a, yeah. Amphigory by Edward Gorey. And uh, it's a very uh, strange little book. I read yeah. a, one other story a couple of months ago, or a couple of episodes ago. So, yeah, but it's a, it's a strange little book. Hmm, okay. That's a, yeah, that's, that's an uh, interesting take on things. Yeah, someone is breaking up your party, so assassinate them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Drop a drop a rock on their head. Why not? You know? <laughs> Why not? Mm-hmm. Oh goodness! Wow. Oh, I have a I have a quick pass today before I forget. Um, okay. And it was just kind of interesting to me. So you had it a challenge to mail a postcard to someone. Oh, like two yes. postcards to someone random. And I thought, right. oh, that's kind of a cool idea. But then I thought, wait, I think these days you can't mail a postcard or anything without a return address because I thought about doing it as like, but I don't really want to put a return address on there. And you know, you don't know who you're sending it to, but it turns out I did a little research. It's not the case. It just takes longer to get there. There's no place on a postcard for a return address. Oh, you know, that's how long I've not <laughs> mailed a postcard. <laughs> yeah, there is, there's the left half is where you write a little note. The right half is where you write the address um, and put the stamp. Okay. There's no place for right. a return address. Yeah. So okay, so yeah, and, so it was kind of a moot situation anyway. Yeah, and the interesting thing is, I mailed my two. I have no clue whether they got it, what they thought about it. So there's this random person, these two random people out there that got postcards from me, saying, "Hope you have a furry, fortacular day." <laughs> and they're, I'm sure they're like, got this postcard. What the heck is this? All this. I, I, I just imagine a couple of elderly couple, Harvey. Javi, do you know somebody that's a furry? What is this furry oh, stuff is all about? <laughs> oh. oh, my. Oh, my cow. Oh, my, oh my, oh cow. my cow. All right. So I think we should, in, in deference to your reference to Jeopardy, oh, I think yes. we should play some trivia. Yes. Now, I, trivia. Have a, I have a new game. The game that I've played with Tabin has always been, I should have known that. So it was a card game. It's basically questions on the cards. This one is called Things They Don't Teach You in School. Cool. Are you ready to play this game? This sounds ominous, but I am ready. Okay, I'm going to pick a card at random. Random. Okay, random, random. There we go. Okay, good. Okay, there are four questions on this card. Four questions. Four questions. Are you ready? You have your thinking cap on. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay. Yep. Uh, there. Is it true that if you hold the horn down for more than three seconds on a modern car, the volume gradually increases to almost twice the noise level? I would say no. And you would be correct. Correct. Yeah. I don't and- know why that even came up. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have the um, uh, the engine running, if you held the horn down for an extended period of time, it would actually get softer because you, well, you're running the you're battery. Running the battery, yes. So I guess you have the car running, and it'll just stay at the same level. Right. So uh, interesting thing about horns, I you've been overseas, and lots of countries, 
in America, people don't honk their horns near as much as every other country mm. in the world. Oh, yeah. Every other country in the world, ha- horn honking is all over the place. Okay. Oh, well, Uh-oh. we try to keep this show PG-13, so I'm going to have to modify the question. What, what country's residents have the most... Oh, I'm just going to ask the question. What country's well, residents well, have the most oral sex in the world? Country's residents, most oral sex. Hmm. I'm going to go with Italy. That would be incorrect. The answer is Austria. Austria. Circle gets the square. No, that's a different <laughs> show. Like, Austria. Interesting. Yeah. Question three. Question three. How did Apple... Choose the product name iPod. Uh-oh. Am I going to have to use Puppy Logic for this one? You might have to use Puppy Logic for this one, yes. Um, well, there's I as in I, as in I as in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, was it the same thing as the um, as like the pods where you put furniture and stuff in and you move them around? Um, portable. I don't think those on-site. existed when Apple came up with an iPod. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, logic yeah, pods or pod people. Nope. You become pod, pod people. people. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1980s movie. Oh, okay. So you become a pod. No, that's wrong. But wrong. I'll give you the answer. So, eh, yeah. So I'll give you the answer. So Vinny Chaco, I guess, was an executive back then came up with the name as he thought the prototype looked a little like the white EVA pod spacecraft in the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, huh. yeah. The, the, yeah, the, yeah, the kind of, yeah, the, like the, the, earpod, the earbud thing? Well, no, because uh, no. iPods in the, back when they first came out were like these roundish things. Right. They were, the, the prototype was roundish, which they went to us. Remember the first one was like a little cube. If you remember okay. the very first iPod, right? I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm kind of thinking of the cube thing. Okay, yeah, but the first one was round. The prototype. Okay, was round. that would do it. Yeah, so, that would do it. Yeah, so kind of strange. That's kind of weird. Which, and then of course, had they not come oh. up with that name, we would not be podcasting no, right we, now. We would not be podcasting. That we'd try. What we? Well, um, we, we don't know what we'd be doing. Hard, who knows? Um, yeah. Let's see. Would be a Microsoft equivalent, um, um, <laughs> friend casting or something. Friend, or? yeah, something like that. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> okay. Now here's and this is this relates back to a furry thing. Go ahead. Good. What is strange about a goat's eye? Well, let's see. What is strange about a goat's eye? Um, 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 um. I'm thinking that. They have round pupil. There, or they, or do they have vertical slits? That's all I'm coming up with there. I'm thinking that they that they have slitted uh, pupils. Actually, their pupils are a rectangle. A rectangle. Goodness. Yes. I want to go look at a goat's eyes now because I did no, not know no, that. Yeah. No. I. No. I have to go. <laughs> no. I have yeah, to go I find. My, uh, yeah. Yeah. I have to go yeah, find. Yeah. I missed out on my, my my solstice. I should have had like the goat there too. So, but it was in the ballpark, at least. You were in the ballpark, but it was about the pupils. It had to do with the right. pupils. We are almost to the end of our show, but I would like to tell a few jokes. How do you feel about that? I think that sounds terrific. Jokerific. Okay. Jokerific. 
Well, I will let you start. Do you have a joke? I do. How do you make a dragon angry? I don't know. How do you make a dragon angry? Tell him to blow out a candle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, uh, do you know Dr. Pepper, the pop or the soda, uh, as they would yeah, say? So, yeah, I do. You know what kind? Do you know what kind of what kind of doctor he is? Um, he he's very peppy and excited. No, he's a physician. Oh, physician. Okay. So, Dr. Ferguson, what uh, what do you want us to do with the new arrival in room 18? He thinks he's a wolf. Dr. Ferguson thinks for a moment. First rule is don't let his grandmother in, in for a visit. Oh. Oh, yes. Dear. Good call. Good call. Good, good call. So do you know what you call a fat psychic? Oh, um, and not to body shame anybody, but this is just for the sake of a joke. Right. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah, so. Within the joke context. Um, yes. A future rotundus. No. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's very cool. No, a four chin teller. <laughs> a four chin Let's see. I got a uh, got a story joke, if you like. Okay, go for it. So there was this train operator, and um, so he drove the train, but he was really reckless, and he drove the train way too fast all the time. And mm-hmm. you know, of course, you know, his luck, you know, ran out one day, and there was this terrible crash. Okay, um, you know, it was very unfortunate. Area where he was, you know, operating the train in. Um, he went to court and unfortunately, you know, they had to execute him in the electric chair. I mean, it's wow. terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, harsh. Um, because of an but, accident? Uh, yeah. From wow. an accident. Rough, wow. That's so. hard. That's wow. Tough country. But on the day of the execution, you know, he gets all strapped in there and the executioner flips the switch and then the lights just kind of flicker and they just kind of, there's some crackles and then nothing happens to the guy. And the executioner is just amazed. He's like, really? you know, what was, yeah, I mean, like, why are you still here? You know, is this some miracle or some science, some kind of divine intervention? And the guy is sitting there, he says, no, nah, I'm just a bad conductor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. All right. Hmm. So, you know, do you know what you, what you call an apology? That's written in dots and dashes. Um, a Morse, a Morse, uh, something. Oh, you're, you're, you're close. Uh, I'm close. Um, you're close. It's a remorse code. A remorse code. <laughs> and oh. I got another story one, if you like. You got one more. All right. Why not? So yeah. there's this elderly guy. He's in his 80s, and he goes in for his annual, you know, physical checkup. Mm-hmm. And the doctor gives the guy a glass jar and he says, you know, I need a sperm sample. Um, but, you know, you don't have to do it okay. here. You can do it in privacy or home home. Just, you know, come back the next day. The guy's like, okay, okay. sure. So he comes back the next day and the jar is squeaky clean. And the doc is like, well, um, what happened? And the guy says, well, um, first I tried my right hand and then I tried using my left hand. Um, and then I tried the door jam, um, and my the wife came jam. in. Yeah, the, my wife okay. tried to help me, but um, but she couldn't do anything. And we even called her neighbor over, and she tried everything in the book. 
Wow. Okay. Everything. Yeah. Hmm. And the doctors All are right. sitting there just, you know, flabbergasted and amazed. Well, as, as, as much as I am. Yes. I'm <laughs> flabbergasted. The neighbor, the wife, the door jam. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the um, and the doctor just kind of weakly says, um, uh, wait, you invited your neighbor over? Um, and the guy says, is- yeah, yeah. And the guy says, yeah, sorry, doc. Uh, none of us could get the dang jar lid off. I like that one. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> okay, I've got one more. Uh-oh. One more before we call this quits. What did the time traveler do when he was still hungry after dinner? Um, hungry after dinner. Um, he went in the future and ate something? No, he went back four in seconds. Back for oh, <laughs> oh, oh my! Oh, Do you have dear. any more? Do you have any more? Um, or should we call uh, this a quit? Uh, okay, uh, maybe one more. One more. Okay. All right, go okay. for it. How, how do you rob a snowman? How do you rob a snowman? With a hair dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Stick them. Stay the same way. Stay stay where you are or I'll melt you. Yes. Wow. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. Wow. Yeah, we are right. off the rails. Completely. We're off the rails, and I think we are done with this episode. Thanks to all our listeners. Thank you very much, TikTok, for coming on and sitting in for Taven tonight. It's been great to have you on the show. Unfortunately, nobody came in for five minute first, so oh well. We eh, get to next chat time. With us. But next time, who knows? Who knows? And uh, be sure to check us out online. Check us out on Bonfire. Check our merch. Give us a Patreon shout out. Anything you want to do to help support the show, even listening to the show, share it with your friends. Share it with your enemies. You know, if you don't like somebody, say, hey, listen to this hey, podcast. Because, you know, it's it's a way to uh, you know, get even with somebody, I guess. I don't know. But something like that. Something like that. Okay. Something like that. And... Uh, it's it's been great having you on the show. It's been great doing this with you. Poor Tabin. Not, well, not poor Tabin. He's off doing things with his family for the holidays and So maybe poor Tabin. Maybe poor Tabin. Poor Tabin. <laughs> Listen in a couple of weeks when he comes back and we'll, we'll, we'll he will find regale out. you just how much fun or problems he had. <laughs> but yeah, I've thought I'm considering I'm considering letting the recorder run as we drive down to further confusion and just take clips of it and put into a lot into a podcast that's just clips of Tabin on the road on the road to fur, further confusion on the road so, to fur, I'm on the road like, to nowhere right right all right thank all you right. for listening everybody we hope you come back and listen next week and thank you so much for having me on the show it was a great invite you're quite welcome Barely Furcasting is an Injured Nerve Studio production, and is found on all major podcast platforms, or can be heard directly at barelyfurcasting.com. The opinions expressed here are those of the hosts and their guests, and no commercial compensation was granted. The Furcast is produced, recorded, and directed by me, Barely Normal, aka Mike Vegan, and is edited by myself and our associate editors Rain Raccoon and Bixby Wolf. 
opening and closing theme music, as well as some interstitial music was created for Injured Nerves Productions for the use on the podcast by Reg Day with Damian Tanuki. If you would like to hear more music by Reg Day you can search for Tweezer Beak on Bandcamp, or Hoop Loop Tunes on SoundCloud. Other interstitial and background music by Shane Ivers through SilbermanSound.com, Gator Tots on SoundCloud.com, and the YouTube Free Use Library. If you would like to send us a message, you can do so via email at barelyfurcasting at gmail.com or on our Telegram chat at BFFT Chat, on Twitter, on our Facebook page, or on the barelyfurcasting.com webpage. You can help support the show through donations at ko-fi.com forward slash barelyfurcasting or through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash barelyfurcasting. Thanks for listening. We hope you come back and listen next week.